I really didn't look like myself. I looked like an operated doll or something. Thousands are scammed by AI voices mimicking loved ones in emergencies. TikTok is facing currently the challenge of actually staying on the phones in the United States. <laughs> Welcome to our weekly tech review where we explore the latest trends, news and updates from the world of technologies like VR, AR, blockchain, space technologies, AI, social media or consumer electronics. Whether you're a seasoned innovation expert or just starting in tech, this podcast is the perfect source for staying up to date with the constantly changing world of technology. On camera three today we have Vincent. On camera two, this is Henrike. On camera one, hi, this is me, I'm Tarek. Tech Review is a collaboration of Ideas Engineering, Free Tech Academy and Update. You can watch all the episodes on YouTube or listen to us on all major podcast platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts while you work out, drive or maybe even travel through space. So let's jump directly to the news. Let's start with Henrike. All right, so um, I saw this article and um, although it's nothing new that you can use filters on TikTok, it's also nothing new that they get more and more realistic and um, especially when it comes to beauty filters, it sets some dangerous standards um, and has an impact on the self-awareness, especially of young people. Um but I still thought I'd bring this article because the mentioned bold glamour filter uh, really got viral um, in the past weeks and is actually one of the most impressive effects that you can see right now on TikTok. Um, it appears to be an early example of an AI-powered um, tool, although TikTok has not yet uh, confirmed that it is in fact AI-powered. Um, but it makes face transformation more difficult to actually detect to and you know like really transforms the look of people uh, in a much more realistic way traditionally those filters are just um faces that you know filters put on faces like on onto exaggerated 3d models and this is now um, likely to be based on generative adversarial networks um to achieve these impressive results in the end. Um, there's also, if you scroll further down, there's also a video included where someone actually explains the difference between traditional and machine learning filters um, a bit more in depth than, than <laughs> I do right now. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, the, the technology itself that's also mentioned in the article is not groundbreaking, but to actually have this, uh, you know, on a mobile device and such a, way that it's you know you really do not see glitches right away like really minimal you put your hands across your face and it really looks it, it's it's really realistic i actually stopped myself from my tiktok detox to try it out <laughs> myself um and it's uh, oh so you were serious when you said you're you're on tiktok because of research i thought that was code for something <laughs> it was no joke it was no joke Tarek. i really just looked in yesterday to, to have a try um and i mean i really didn't look like myself i looked like an operated doll or something um not like myself at all but still, it was impressive, as also mentioned in the article, um, how, you know, if I put stuff in front of my face, it, it, you didn't see any glitches at all, actually. Um, 
So this is why I also, you know, it's important to still talk about how far these technologies come, not just, you know, that they further develop, but also like the danger that comes uh, with it as said, because I mean, younger people, if you see just those pretty faces everywhere and you cannot really distinguish, is it a filter? Is it real? Um, it, it truly has an impact on your self-esteem, on your self-awareness, etc. Because there's also one uh, video included in this article where one of those TikTok influencers explains she's using this filter and she actually, like, yeah, her, how you perceive yourself being ugly once you remove the filter. Because then <laughs> right. all of a sudden you have real skin, you do not have those dull lips, you do not have those perfect eyebrows, whatever. And um, yeah, it, it, it's, it really has an effect on you and, uh, you know probably the younger you are the more dangerous it is but still people our age i mean it, it has an effect on us so um yeah that's why i uh thought this is worth mentioning here um because it will be more and more difficult to actually identify is someone using a filter is that you know really the beauty standard now and yeah it's it's crazy how far they are right now i'm not sure if you ever did one of these um app-based identification procedures for opening up a bank account or something where you have a call on a video chat and you have to hold your, your ID into the camera and then hold your hand in front of the ID to prove that it's really there and move yeah. it so that light is reflected. And the same thing with your face, where they say, now move your hand uh, in front of your face exactly to prove that you are not AI-generated or wear some kind of filter. But this will be void in the, in, the, in the future, right? Because in the future, obviously, AI technology will be fast and powerful enough to actually uh, deal with this. I can move my hand in front of my face and still use this whatever filter and look like Arnold Schwarzenegger or someone. That's, yeah. that's really, really important to know. Totally, totally. Yeah. And, and maybe, maybe this is also... A uh, interesting again bridge between a true deepfake and a full human created video, because here we again see how, I mean, we know we all know deepfakes. Some of them are better, some of them are worse. Yes, for video, obviously, you need much more, and you need to go and be scanned from 365 degrees and everything, uh, 360 degrees and everything. Um, and here, this could be something like a bridge technology where you have less people doing the job of more because you have uh, such a very realistic filter doing the job for you. Right. Yeah. And I mean, this is, of course, uh, now the professional point of view. What uh, you said, Henrik, in the beginning is, <laughs> of course, like the psychological effect. Uh, if the quality is so good that you, you never removed, you have like a default on your phone, your default in TikTok or wherever, then it is true that all of the content that you're producing is, is totally based on a fake image. Yeah, And um, you're totally right. If I start doing this in very young age, then this might cause some real disturbance in your self-image and you will not be able to look into a mirror anymore unless we develop like 
smart, smart mirrors <laughs> that they that do exactly this thing. Whenever you look into right. the mirror, you see the the deep fake version of yourself. This so, wait, wait a minute. This sounds like a brilliant marketing idea, a brilliant product idea. Let's build this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's really like it creates such a like a really different persona. Like I, I yeah. can send you guys the pictures I took, like with the filter and without. It's a completely different person there. So if right, I would create right. a channel just using, as you said, by default, um, this filter would be a completely different person. Yeah. Oh. I will absolutely try this as well. I, I want to see how I look like if I'm beautiful. And imagine. <laughs> you are, you are beautiful. beautiful. I was just fishing. Oh, you guys. And it worked. <laughs> imagine what, what this can do with the right AI uh, also for the surroundings. What can it do in the right, um, when the right um artificially created background is there what can it do when you for example we saw on tiktok recently all those voice uh, changing assistant that made possible uh, minecraft videos between yeah. barack obama and uh, donald trump and uh, imagine when now all of these very interesting projects get combined into something completely different um I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. Again, I think uh, we will see a lot of newly created vi videos uh, there. And I think especially th those kind of technologies very soon-ish will also hold entrance into more professional areas than just the world of social media. Right, right. Okay. Also porn, yes, Tarek, you asked me that. Uh, I think also for porn, this will be very <laughs> Yeah, this goes without saying. This is probably already in the making. This is I'm I'm pretty sure this is one of the first use cases that this will be implemented in. That probably <laughs> was implemented in already, right? Right. That. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we definitely have to do some research in this area. <laughs> go for it, Tarek. Go for it. <laughs> it's, we, we are we are researchers. This is what we do. It's science, and <laughs> I'm pretty sure the question is if doctors like it. <laughs> if our tech review is valuable for you, please give us feedback with a like or a comment. That would help us tremendously, and it wouldn't cost you anything. And if you don't want to miss the next episode, just click on the subscribe button. And now, back to the news. <laughs> All right, let's uh, jump to the next article. Yeah, now now my soundboard is missing. Like, uh, where, where's my button to press? Uh, now this. <laughs> yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, you made this. it. You you you. It, it feels like talking to an AI because right. you just in, uh, in it. You you faked it perfectly. <laughs> and now this. Barely recognizable. So the next article comes from me, and this actually matches perfectly the topic of today uh, we, we did not talk about this previously but i found this article on ars technica about uh, how thousands are scammed by ai voices mimicking loved ones in emergencies uh, ai voice generated software can convincingly mimic a person's voice with just a few seconds of audio input And scammers are using this AI-generated voices to prey on vulnerable people, often the elderly, and scam them uh, out of thousands of dollars. Imposters are already scamming 
um, with these AI-generated voices uh, in the United States uh, for, I think, the second highest losses uh, for those who were targeted in 2022. And it is, it is very challenging for authorities to crack down these cases because uh, they can run this from anywhere in the world. And it's very hard to trace these calls and identify these scammers and somehow retrieve these funds. Uh, and so the only way is actually to raise awareness of scams relying on AI voice simulators uh, so that can, people can be very uh, curious and very uh, careful whenever someone calls them and asks for money. Yeah. And uh, of course, some companies who are releasing these AI products without fully knowing the risks involved and um, so the courts and regulators are releasing these AI guidelines um, for a couple of years now, um, telling these companies to try to do more good than harm. But as we all know, um, this is <laughs> not really effective, telling companies to try to do better. And all of these guidelines are just guidelines. And so... Um, you might have heard my talk last year about ethical AI, where we talked exactly about these cases, where all, the, all these companies are following these ethical AI guidelines, um, but in the end, it's, it's not really binding. And on the, on the other hand, it's really hard to control what people, how, what consumers are doing with your software. And so it's probably true that the only way to protect ourselves against these things is to educate people, the elderly, and of course, like the, the young people of these, uh, these dangers. And it's not only deep fake faces that, that we have to uh, challenge, but also uh, deep face, fake voices where I, would imagine that is it's even easier to produce than like a full face but if we combine <laughs> those two articles into into one topic then this means in the future we will very soon be at the point where we have a video call with someone with a deep fake real time voice and a real time deep fake face and you talk directly to Tom Cruise with Tom Cruise voice and Tom Cruise face Right, and so this will be really, really hard to distinguish. And um, then, then I, I don't know if there will be like a a future watermark or something that uh, is pinned to your IP address or something that proves that you are who you are, or something like a uh, sophisticated AI detector or something, um, because it really sounds like that we enter this age where voice and, and video can be faked in real time in such a good quality that, that we have to assume it will be misused at any point of time. Yeah, And so th this is really, really interesting. And I was especially scared about this number. I was not aware that this is actually the second highest uh, damage in terms of fraud in the United States, where people are already using deepfake voices. In the past, you know, these, these scams where people are sending like text messages or something, uh, tricking someone believing that a different person is on the other hand, and this is very cheap because they do not have to do anything. They just say, I lost my phone, this is my new number, I am, um, I don't know, your son or something. Yeah? And the rest is just make-believe. But in this case, they are literally calling and saying, Mom, I need money. <laughs> and this is maybe actually the voice of, of, of the son. Yeah, and I mean, in the end, it's also probably not just, I mean, not just the voice, as we learned from your article. It's not just the face, as we saw in the other one. If then also tone of voice comes into play, it's, you know, like, what's really 
what makes you as the real Tarek then unique that people who talk to you, see you in a video call, whatever, really know, okay, this is Tarek and this is not a scam. Uh, it's just getting harder and harder. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's really. Yeah. And, and the one thing crazy. is, of course, in the past, all these, these general scammers, they try to find someone who falls for this trick. But if you really do this in a targeted way and you do some research and you have training material and maybe even you, you have the CV of this person and you know where he went to school, how many siblings uh, this person has and these things. So you have like a good source material for knowledge, maybe even uh, maybe not the, the most private information, but enough to actually sound like this person. Yeah. So it's, it's, it will be very, very dangerous to be a celebrity where a lot of people know your private life. I, um, I, what I think would be very interesting is right now Google is working on, and I'm sure also a lot of other tech companies are working on distinguishing uh, text that AI, that was yes. AI created by text that was non-AI created and humanly created. And I'm pretty sure, I, or not sure, but it would be very interesting to see and it will be interesting to see this development if we will see that there is a certain detection of say a an ai created voice or an ai created video feed that in the end goes out to you so for example i can definitely see that for example this is a facetime feature for and this sounds like an apple feature to me where apple is this is really security, um, this is dangerous for security reasons, uh, but FaceTime now detects if it's an AI call or something like that. I would be very interested to know where this is heading because I'm pretty sure that in the end we will see something like this. I mean, it's, it's, it's a very basic, I mean, think of email, a much easier tool of communication. And there's at one point we have the spam filter. And when you look in and you can train the spam filter and App sources and that kind of stuff and I mean spam filters sound easy are very sophisticated by now I think this is the next version of spam filter because of course the spam gets more sophisticated and therefore our filters are getting more sophisticated right yeah it, it, it sounds scary having a phone of the future in your hand and the phone has like green or red lights indicating the probability of the person being fake on the other hand or on the other side you're totally right my, my spam filter sends me uh, sends um sets like headers or something notifications careful we believe this might be spam uh, this is directly wrote, written into the email and i could imagine they could do this they will do this as, as well in teams calls or something then like an indicator carefully this this could be a, a scam call or something or maybe not a scam call, but I'm pretty sure, for example, that when uh, a Teams call, a whatever digital call detects that the source is not a direct camera, but maybe the video source is a yes. simulated camera in a system, right. right? And this comes through the SSL connection between the the two um, the points of contact or the points of contact in general, not only two. Then I think uh, we see that this we will see that this will be a new I don't know red light on our display yeah um, indicating whatever in that moment i don't know exactly and, and i'm pretty sure that they will do this thing with pattern recognition for example if you regularly receive f calls video calls but they are all from the same city based on the ip address and then sub suddenly you get a, a call from russia let's say russia uh from the ip ranges of russia this would 
already uh, raised like a attention flag, right? And if then also there's a virtual camera included, those are all indicators that something is wrong in here. And it might actually be that I call from Russia because I am on vacation or something, um, then this might, uh, the, the, the other person might be, might ignore this. But yeah, probably it's, it's exactly with like, as we do it with intrusion detection systems or spam filters today. I, I, I know we're springing the time, we're, we're really much going across the time frame right now, but imagine when we're looking at crowd data, um, the AI will be potentially able to understand this is this specific person because it was saved in your phone. Say, mm. Tarek, you're saved in my phone as a contact. You're calling me. The AI understands exactly how you talk, and then it will yeah. realize that the talking pattern is different. It will light up that maybe this call might be fake. I mean, there are, there are, the possibilities are endless because, un, un, unfortunately, the dangers are endless there yeah. right now. It's, and, and this is, of course, a nightmare for privacy regulators because in order to learn your real self the the phone or microsoft or whoever needs to collect all of this data about you to be able to distinguish you from a fake you in the future but for this they have to collect all this the sensible information that you actually don't want to give them but i think that we are my maybe not in danger there that much because when you look at how Apple, for example, implemented eye tracking or implemented um, the finger sensor an analysis, that all happened via machine learning on the phone. So I'm not saying it is the same because, of course, you need to obviously if you change your Apple ID, it, it, uh, your device, for example, transfer your Apple ID doesn't mean that all of these learnings have to be renewed. That doesn't make sense, but. Um, I think that there are solutions for this, even though all that to aside, it, it will be a nightmare for privacy regulations. Right, right. And now this. So this is a very interesting article by the information about TikTok. And it is about TikTok's current situation in the United States. As you know, we spoke about it many times. TikTok phase, uh, is facing currently um, the challenge of actually staying on the phones in the United States slash using servers in the United States uh, being available in the United States because um, of privacy, uh, sensitive privacy manner, uh, matters that TikTok is not attending as the US government would like it to. Um, now the situation is getting more critical. Technically, President Biden could at any point in time um, launch uh, or sign the decree to ban TikTok uh, from the United States. They are not currently. There is a survival plan and this survival plan is currently being looked into. Um, and the core idea is that Oracle is taking care of all the server um, and data movements uh, in the United States and all of it will be stored in the United States and then will submit new versions of the TikTok app updates, security improvements, new features, all of that to the App Store of Apple and Google. Now, here is the issue. Apple and Google technically are not allowing that at the moment. And now it means that either TikTok, uh, either Google and Apple would and nobody knows what will happen because Google and Apple uh, on purpose are not uh, commenting on that yet. Uh, it means that 
um, TikTok either needs to try it, but it might be that TikTok, uh, that Apple and Google then will not allow a third party submitting a new version of a specific app. In that moment, obviously, um, all of it goes to waste. Um, but on the other hand, maybe they won't object it. However, it is not very clear in the regulations and therefore it could be possible that Apple and Google would have to make an exception just for TikTok, which is very unlikely. Um, there is, but, but there's more. There's much, much more. The, the, the issues for TikTok, they just start there because obviously this plan needs to be approved by the US government and for that, actually, and I think that's the most interesting point here, for that, the code of TikTok will be reviewed by TikTok, by Oracle, and by somebody third, like a third-party company that is based in the United States, specialists that are unbiased, um, and that never happened before. This is the very first time, and actually, it is the very first time something like that is happening to a social media platform at all. So there is no best practice to follow, there is no past sentence where this had to be uh, done in order to get out uh, get, uh, to move forward in the process or anything and there it becomes interesting because it's getting interesting because not only TikTok um, has to face issues now that are out of their hands looking at Apple and Google um, and the regulators uh, on the governmental side and um, TikTok has to completely open up and that of course means a they will face a lot of challenges if the algorithm is in the end working differently than actually suggested in all of the briefings before but second of all this means that in the end the chinese government would need to sign and allow a u.s company to look directly into the code written by ByteDance, and that has never happened before and the Chinese government actually is very much against it because they see or they view code also as a uh, export of goods. So it is, it, it faces a lot of uh, difficulties. Nobody really knows what will happen. And it is very, very interesting to see that because to me, it felt very much like in the past few weeks, the fight of TikTok in the United States, it's over, it will go its way, they will find an agreement with Oracle and the government it's going to be fine. The reality is there are a lot of hurdles to pass in order to actually keep TikTok in the United States. And to finish my very long monologue off, I hope it fails and it will be banned. Yeah, this is um, like a never ending story, I think, right? Um, I, I feel we talk about this topic for years now and somehow it's, it's not possible to get a grip on what the TikTok app is actually doing. I love TikTok. No no question about that. But I think I, I thought until now they would have solved this transparency and ownership issue. I mean, it was like it was in Trump's times, right? Like in, in 2020 or 2019 or something, where they talked 21. about 21, okay, in 2021, when they talked about, oh, let's have Oracle take over or something like that, at least in, on, on the market outside of China. And I thought this was resolved until now. And I have no idea if, if this will be able to be solved somehow in, in the future. No, and specific, the, specifically last argument is very... It's very interesting because it will definitely it will show the color of the intentions, also of ByteDance and in the end of the 
Chinese influence, the governmental influence in ByteDance and TikTok, because it is true, it would be, it is an export of goods, and if somebody ha grabs the data of this algorithm, mm. it, it, the the app potentially is ruined. So, and and also and, and also the the principles of the Chinese Communist government and party are hurt. So. It is really interesting to see if the Chinese government actually will allow that. But it looks like that the United States will require that in order to allow, it, they, they require a um, certification that, that, that standards are matched in order to allow the app to stay. And in yeah. the end, therefore, it's not a conflict of tech and privacy regulations. It's, it's a direct conflict of political systems and principles. Right, right. And of course, if you say the Chinese, they have a problem with having their code being reviewed by the Americans, it might <laughs> it might mean that they actually try to hide certain things. Yeah. And if I think about the number of people using this app and the number of, of videos that are uploaded there, um, if it's actually true that they have systems based on all of this knowledge and tracking data and everything, then yeah, that's a lot of data from the past years i'm just thinking of how many times the chinese government through ByteDance, through tiktok has lied to us about this I, <laughs> that's true i i cannot state if there is if the if the algorithm now has changed or is in order to change so that it matches our data privacy regulations if i had to bet on it i i, I am sure that this algorithm and the way it's constructed still serves a higher purpose uh, that leads back to China. Yeah, and back then when Trump was talking about forbidding TikTok, I absolutely thought this is overreaction and this is completely out of bounds. But it seems that this this might in the end be the only way to to get a grip on it. And I don't want to have I want this to happen. No, sorry, I don't want this to happen this way. Uh yeah the alternatives don't seem to work yeah i i already see like google and uh, facebook sitting there just waiting for this app to disappear because they want uh, instagram and uh, youtube shorts finally to take off and this will only happen when if tiktok disappears from the western markets <laughs> all right Thank you for your amazing articles. I'm always looking forward to this meeting and see you in one week. Bye. Bye. If you're hearing this message, you've listened to the entire episode of Tech Review. And for that, we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We hope this new episode was valuable for you. And if it was, please leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you are listening to us right now. Share this episode with others who could also like it. Do you have a topic that you'd like to see covered in future episodes? Tell us in the comments or on social media. We hope you'll be back for the next Tech Review.